It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning. Let's see, this is December 15th, 10 days away from Christmas. Um, Hope you're all doing well. We're barely holding things together here computer-wise and and all that kind of stuff. But another story for another time. But um, got a lot of stuff coming up today, a whole big coffee club with a lot of great conversation. Um, after the coffee club, if all goes well, not right away, but soon enough, there will be the annual switch over to Christmas music uh, that will happen here on The Legend that will not, not, and people will ask me, that will not affect any of the live programming. Just in automation, you will hear Christmas music. And overnight, you will hear Christmas music. But it will not, I repeat, not change anybody's program around. I get asked that question a million times. When we come back from the holiday, there will be a 
there will be some changes to the automation and those types of things. Those will be permanent changes. So you'll see those on the 27th, but more about that later. But if we can keep these computers together, we should be able to hold together. We uh, had problems beginning Friday night after the power went off or early Saturday morning. And it was off for several, and the electric, and it really messed with my show. And so we've we've struggled all week, and I don't know if this computer will ever come back to the way it was. But I move on. We're moving on here, getting closer to Christmas. And Jenny, down on the phone, how are you? I'm good. I have most of my Christmas shopping done. Not all of it I'm going to get done. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Anything else going on? Nope. Pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. Did you get to go out with your mother yesterday? We did, for our anniversary even. Yeah, you got to do that. So you're just hanging out here. Um, We're going through all the panelistic in Indiana. Michael Loff. Oh, you caught me eating. Got my little tin here cookies with chocolate chip and raisin and even got some zucchini bread. Yum, yum. Nice and healthy, Mike. (laughs) Yeah, very healthy. Good for that diet, Mike. Yep. And I'm back up to 210 pounds, so I'm paying the price. It's the holidays. What can I say? Have you um, Yeah, just trying to acclimate to... um, I finally got my CPAP or BiPAP machine last Thursday, so I've had six nights now, and my events are still up around 20, so it's a little too high. So probably make an adjustment on the machine, but getting used to wearing a full facial mask is a, a lot of fun. And I certainly hope our listeners, we don't have anyone directly impacted by all the storm damage. Uh, it sounded pretty wicked here even Friday night, but we were spared. And uh, so that's all our friends in Illinois and Kentucky and Arkansas and Tennessee, and Missouri, you know, places that suffered quite a bit of damage. But that's what's going on here. I'd say so. Is... COVID becoming a factor in your area again? Well, um, I know at one time, Gibson County was the highest per capita in the state of Indiana. So uh, certainly the medical professionals here, uh, they are dressing in full COVID wear. So it it, it is a concern. I just got my um, booster shot the other day at Walmart of all places. So I got all three Pfizer's. So I'm as prepared, I guess, as you can be. But that certainly is a concern here. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think they're all coming out. And I think they said you can mix and match them. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, I think you can. Did you have any side effects from this from the booster, Mike? I mean, it really hit me like a ton of bricks today. No, I, <clears throat> I I thought about that, right? Would there be benefit to getting one Moderna to mix with the Pfizer? But I stay with Pfizer because I really didn't have side effects other than, you know, my arm sore for about a day and a half or so. So, no, I stayed with it. And other than having to change out a bulb and feeling the pain of that, it was uh, painless. It was kind of weird this time because I put the Band-Aid on and gave me the uh, shot through the Band-Aid, which is kind of different. But... So, but we noticed last night we had over 800,000 deaths. So, it's something to be. Yeah, you think about that's about one every 500 people or even less. So, that's quite a bit. Um, 
course, I don't know what you're doing for the holidays, but are these large groups affecting you? I know we had a party we could have went to on Saturday night, but because it was going to be in a confined area, a very small area, a pretty good-sized living room, but it was just going to be confined there and and maybe it's just a little overreaction on our part, but we decided we didn't know who had had a shot, maybe not a shot, and decided we probably would take a pass on it. Do you think? Yeah, I did actually Thanksgiving. I went to, uh, I think throughout the day there were maybe 30 different people, but not at any one time. But so, uh, but to my knowledge, most of them were vaxxed but i didn't really go around and take a survey but so i was cognizant of it and just made sure i didn't stay you know in front of any one person particularly long i think if you're exposed to that's one thing but it's over a prolonged period of time but so i mean there's an inherent risk right i mean you know in living and you make choices and you have to do what feels right for you You right you're if you have health issues and you're going to have greater side effects as a result and you have to do what feels comfortable feel comfortable and we don't here to tell anybody how to do it but just saying how i personally felt that uh some of these folks have been very anti and i just don't want to get involved in that so there we go all right uh let's go to jeff in new york oh jeff in new york is doing just fine everything is good here um, I can't say that there's much going on here. I mean, uh, they have some mask mandates here, but the counties, are, but the governor is saying that the county, the governor is saying that counties are in charge of mandating it, and the counties are saying we, the business is saying we can't, we, we don't have the ability to sit there and check everyone's vaccination status to make sure if they're vaccinated to whether they're wearing a mask. Because the idea is that if you're wearing, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. But if you aren't vaccinated, you have to wear the mask. And the businesses are saying, the restaurants and the stores are saying, we just don't have that staff to do that kind of stuff. So, um, but they do say, Mike, and I've heard this on the BBC and I've heard this on NPR and all over the place, that although the Omicron variant is more contagious, it may not be, or they're saying that it's not as horrible as the delta variant but then again we don't really know we'll find out more after the holidays but uh we've had 38 omicron virus cases in new york state i think that's probably more because you could have the omicron virus and you may not know you've had it that's how it's it's asymptomatic i mean i could have had it but i may never never have known it so i don't know if they really know but uh it's 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 definitely an interesting situation because i think at least here in new york state People are just getting pandemic weary and they've just had enough of government regulation. I'm hearing this over and over again from people who I see, especially in my apartment building and, you know, people talking on the radio. They just they've just had enough. But uh, we got to just, you know, move on. That's all I can say. We have to move on with it and then just uh, hopefully we'll get out of this problem. Uh, So that's all I can say. All I can say is covering your eyes, Jeff, and just saying I hope is not going to get it done unfortunately but we have to we have to be proactive i think i wish it was but we'll do what we got to do okay radio tim hey, Just a minute. hi guys um yep everything is uh well we're supposed to have uh, horrible weather here today um actually a high of 60 but winds gusting up to 65 and uh, 
and uh, possible severe thunderstorms and possible tornadoes. So uh, <laughs> uh, what a winter. Anyway, and uh, um, looking forward to the holiday and everything. It's We're getting all ready for that. Uh, what else? There was something else I was going to mention. Oh, oh, we were talking about vaccines. We we both, both Laura and I, have gotten our booster, and uh, we ended up getting the same one, uh, uh, Pfizer, which we had gotten before. But but they are mixing and matching. I've known a few people that have gotten mixed, gotten Moderna when they had Pfizer before and stuff like that. It looks like these things have about a six-month shelf life. Or they, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it sounds like. So I don't think they know for sure. I think they were just trying to make sure. Yeah, the that's true. And everything that it they Yeah. Own. You know, so we just do what we can do and do and hope to be safe and hope to. To be around. All right, let's go to let's go to Chris and Dave. Well, we're good. We've had our boosters with absolutely no side effects at all, and it is becoming a problem here. Um, I see Philadelphia is requiring proof of vaccination for indoor dining. <clears throat> or at least that'll start right after the first of the year. But it's all good here. It's chilly here this morning. That's it's all chilly. I know. Sunshine's it's... doing well. Sunshine, did you uh, do you want to take a minute for a sunshine report since you were snuffed sure. out the other day? Yeah, sunshine <clears throat> is um running crazy like kittens do especially in the morning and at night she's probably sleeping right now but she steals things and the other day i was trying to make sure the christmas tree lights were plugged in because we've been having a little trouble with them coming unplugged from our smart plug and every time i would reach to do it she would leap through the bottom of the christmas tree limbs and try to grab my hand so she's been playing with the tree lately that's why it's not working right. No. Well, that could be. She's unplugged it a couple times. Yeah, she has. Yeah. Uh, you got to love her. You got to love her, Dave. You got to love her. Oh, she's a <laughs> she's a fun cat. I really think we... Uh, she's maybe not the lap cat we would have liked, but basically she's a really good cat. And she may turn into a lap cat when she mellows. My... Um... I think you have to start with lap cats real early, but I don't know. What she's I just know. she's a really good cat, though. Yeah, she likes to be close to us. She likes to be in the same room, and a lot of times she likes to be at arm's length. Hmm. Jeff was well. Prince- don't their uh, what right their temperaments change as you said when they get a little older, or maybe if they well, get spayed. Sometimes or- when they yeah. get all that kitten energy out, and we'll be switching her over. After the first of the year, we will start to switch over probably in February to cat chow instead of kitten chow. Kitten chow is a really high-energy food. Well, there you go. You have just heard the first annual Sunshine Report on 
the coffee club, and that was sponsored by Dave and Chris. Um, let's see, do we have any more got, pen oh, members I missed? Nope. And yeah, they can wait. If you come all in, coming out of the uh, woodwork. Yeah, but if you come in and you make a lot of noise, you're going to exit out. So we urge you to come in with these things as quiet as possible so we can get a good recording for the podcast. So let's go, and we'll take the calls. All right, Joe, unmute yourself, please. Joe Sorensen. There you go. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Good morning here at Albuquerque, New Mexico. 50 degrees. That's about as high as we're going to get. And the wind is blowing to down the 24. Tonight we had a little bit of excitement at 6 o'clock. Electricity went out for about two minutes. Internet connection for a half an hour. But as you can tell, we're up and running and going. Well, you are up and going, and that's good. Good morning, everybody. Hi, Ellen. We were gone Hi. for three hours. Of, no, four hours on the power. Wow. Oh, yes. And the internet, yeah. who knows how long. Yeah, this is going to be a cool day today, but we can manage. We got an appointment this afternoon. But Just an average, normal medical appointment. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. A medical appointment's really normal? Well, that's, that's debatable. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> That's debatable. But no, it's basically just routine, you know, checkup and whatnot. But aside from that, we're doing okay. Whoops. Oh, we understand, Joe and Ella. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully everything will, will check out fine for both you guys. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Well, good luck with that. All right. All right. Thanks, okay. guys. Mm-hmm. All right, Beth, can you unmute yourself? And then Gail will be next. Go ahead, Beth, please. There you go, Beth. <laughs> I Yeah, I wanted to, first of all, say good morning, everyone. I'm just really, I'm having a crazy time here. I don't know what happened. I've got my little clock, my talking time one. And for some reason, earlier I was going to do something with, I was going to put the stopwatch on because I wanted to time something. And I found out the thing had gone back to 12 o'clock midnight. And I don't know why it's doing that. I'm wondering if there's something with the battery or what it is. I had to reset. Batteries are probably low. Because normally, yeah, that that could probably be it. But normally it would tell me it would do other things besides that. But, well, maybe I'm just going to have to get some new double A's for this one. So at least right now it's working because I had to reset it twice. Oh, you've had to do it. (laughs) Boy, What else is going on with you, Beth? Well, this... This week we've been having a few games having to do with Christmas. Yesterday we had one having to to do, it was a trivia game to see how many Christmas presents we could get in in Santa's sleigh. And I did not know that I was going to be the one that got most of them. I ended up winning the game and I got the grand prize. Ended up getting a box what was the grand prize? What was it? What was it? Box, uh, it was a box of, of hot chocolate. And also there's some little decorations that I can put on the window, some little snowmen and some other Christmas decorations that I can just put. Uh, I think I don't know if they're appliques or what they're called, but 
I think that's such a neat thing. I didn't know that I was going to be the one getting that. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. All right. Well, well, I guess you were on Santa's good list then. That's good. Yeah, that's a great feeling. So I was going to ask Chris and Dave about Sunshine. Does she have a loud meow or a soft meow? She has a soft meow and a very loud purr. Oh, my goodness. I hope one of these days we'll be able to hear her meow. <laughs> I'm sure Jeff will arrange that. Yeah. Right, yep, Jeff? So we can. Yeah, I've got a meow as my notification for my emails. That, that's why I was kind of curious. Only it's louder than a son of a gun. It, it does three meows. So if you hear that on here, then you'll know that's what that is. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I'd be able to show it to you right now. <laughs> Those, but they come when they... There we go. This thing loves to let me know when people are coming in, and I like that feature. I used to have a thing on my email that had, you've got mail. It was I stole the WAV file from AOL. I never had AOL. Well, but I, I had it on it for a while. You've got mail, but I got sick of that after a while. We used to do yeah, one when we'd sell shows, and the cash register would ring in the uh, when it came in on Jenny's uh, computer. Remember that one, Jenny? Oh, yeah. The drawer would open, and the little bill in the cash register would ding. That would have been fun. Wish I would have started buying some of the shows. Now I feel, now I regret not doing that. I'm sorry about that, Bill, Jenny. Oh, that's no problem. It's no problem now. These, you know, that's no problem at all. But I do feel good because there are some good things happening here. One of the residents I had trouble with for a while, I think, has pretty much moved out now. Everything's going a lot better. I'm starting to feel more at peace. <laughs> And I'm getting all excited. Oh, there, there was the one thing that I don't know if I got to tell you about. Sorry if I repeat myself, or maybe if I have told you, but we had um, at my sister and brother-in-law's house, they had a party with their, for, for the a Christmas party for their kids and grandkids, and I was included in on that. And we had a, a holiday bingo. My sister had a... a <laughs> There's that notification. Oh, there you That's your mail notification? Yeah. (laughs) That was my mail notification. I wanted that on there. I hope it's not too loud, though. (laughs) But but we, my sister has this holiday bingo, and she had me braille on Thanksgiving. She had me braille up some things with my Dymo tape, my slate and stylus. I had some, some labels that she had where she has these cards with all kinds of stickers and she had me put Braille down on the, so she could tape those to the those labels to the cards that the stickers were on. And then she had me calling bingo while the kids were playing. And I had the most wonderful time with that. And a couple of her grandkids, they would say, let's play bingo again. Let's play bingo again. <laughs> Got to the point eventually where one of them, my niece, Rebecca, said, no, honey, we're going to have to go home now because we got to get home. We want to make sure we get home before it gets too dark because they live in the Twin Cities and me and all of us living here in St. Clouds. <laughs> but we have had the time of our lives at that holiday bingo, though. That's fun. Well, that's good. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I'm hoping to do more of that in the next few weeks. Well, one of the All things... All right, thank Beth, you. I'm sorry, go, okay. go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. Beth, one of the things coming up on the legend, I don't think you like radio too well, but uh, <laughs> on the December 23rd, instead of doing the regular All Things Radio, we're going to come in and talk and maybe play a few Christmas songs and talk about radio and your memory of radios and your first radio and all yes. that good stuff on on the 23rd on 6.30. So we're going to just be very informal and talk about our favorite radio stories and what that means to you at Christmas time. Oh, I want to do that so much. Oh, my goodness. You well, just you can, said the magic word for me. <laughs> well, you can do that. All right, Jeff, take back over, buddy. All right, thank you, Beth. And we've got Gail's up next, and after Gail will be Alan Ramos. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself, please. Hi, everybody. Friday was a good day for me. I went to have my blood checked for my um, platelets and it was nice and high so everything is great there I have to go back again I think in a week or two but I have been feeling great uh, We um, so I really feel great about that there's some other things I have a different doctor now for a different I think it's a um, physician's assistant she's okay but she wants me to buy a whole bunch of stuff shoes and this and that and the other thing just like like i have well, all the money in the world well what kind of shoes does she want you to buy for diabetic shoes those special shoes for buy i mean why yeah, would well, she ask you what kind of shoes does she want you to buy gail well she um she didn't say this directly but um she, uh wendy kind of checked things out and she found she found some shoes for me that would will work so we're going we're not going with the diabetic shoes i i needed some shoes that i I've, I've always liked kinds of shoes with um the velcro oh i've been looking for those for jackie and they are very she wendy had a hard time finding them too but she did find a pair and we tried them out and they're and they're going to fit fine but you know sometimes i think some I don't know if it's just me overreacting or what, but sometimes I think doctors, not all of them, Dr. Vavon isn't like that necessarily, but I think this physician's assistant, she's not really a doctor. She's a PA, physician's assistant. Nice enough person maybe, but awfully demanding. Ah, so where did she find these shoes at for you? I think she went to Savers. Wendy found these at Savers. Savers, that's a local store in your neck of the woods. Little Savers, yeah, it's a local store. Uh, in in you know, there's several of them around here, and she didn't have to pay that much for them. But we tried them on; everything fit just fine, and they're the same as what I used to be able to. I had some that I've outgrown them, or because of situations, it's a little different. But they're the kind of shoes where I can slip them on and put the Velcro. You know, just with the Velcro, it's easy enough for me. That, as long as it's easy, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> well, I bought like the special shoe. I bought some special shoes for you, Gail, but it's going to cost you about a thousand dollars. Were you dirty? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know that. I figured you were, but I was so pleased with my um, platelet levels after that 
Friday, this past Friday, uh, you know, and he wasn't expecting that. He, he thought maybe they'd be really down, but they were nice and high. And then I go back, I think in a week or two or something like that, or for start of the next month to have um, the blood draw again and then have it tested again. But things have been going pretty well for me. Very good. Oh. All right. Thanks, Gail. Thank you very much. See you, I'm sure we'll you later on. Thank you. All right, Alan out in Ontario, California. Want to unmute yourself, please? I am unmuted. We, we get it. How are you and Walter doing? Uh, Walter, I do real good, but he has the flu bug, and uh, and we've had rain yesterday. Uh, plus snow in the mountains, and it's 36 degrees with inter- intermittent clouds here. You know, it's either feast or famine with you guys out there. Last uh, last few years, it's been a drought. Now it's uh, now you're, you're going to get you're going to end up getting too much rain, and then they're going to complain about the landslides. Oh yeah, we're going to get landslides uh, in the mountains, uh, especially where the burnout areas was because of the fires uh, in the past summer. Uh, all that's going to happen. Plus, on uh, top of that, we have a mask mandate with the Omicron. Uh, I guess there's been a big surge in Los Angeles County, so the governor has put a a mask mandate till January the fifteenth. Okay. Now, what about you? Are you all ready for the holidays? Are you going oh, to yeah. see relatives for the holidays, or what's going to happen with you guys? Well, for the we're going to have Christmas dinner. Uh, Walt and I here that at home. Our cousin's going to bring us, you know, ham and stuff like that. That's what we're going to have here. Well, it sounds good, Alan. Sounds good. Sounds like sounds pretty good. So, uh, very good. Thank you, Alan. Thank you very much. And uh, next, uh, would you unmute yourself, Charles? And then Bill will be next. Go ahead, Charles. Unmute yourself. Yes, how is everybody? Doing pretty good. good. How are you? Oh, that's good. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm fighting my cold. I'm trying to get my ears to open up, and it is uh, it is horrible to have your ears uh, clog up. I've always had that all my life, but, oh, it's, it's something similar to what a deaf person goes through. But anyway, other than that, things are going okay. Um, getting ready for Christmas and... Um, we're gonna. Um, we're still doing some stuff with the federation. Um, you know, we're working on the transit service here and trying to make it better and all that kind of happy jazz. It's just sad that we're such a small minority that our problems basically go unnoticed by everybody to a certain degree. Well, and when, when you say you're trying keep... to make it, when you say you're trying to make it better, what are you trying? What are you asking for? Trying to get it. To, um, uh, let us uh, be more flexible with when we make reservations to to do it on demand instead of having to only certain times when a bus comes back to your area, stuff like that, and you know, kind of stuff like that. So um, that's what we're working on right now. And well, you know, it takes a lot of time to do this; it really does. But you know, it has to be. You know, we'll, we'll get there one day. So. Um, Charles, we wish you well on this. Yeah, thanks. And I hope everybody's doing well. And, um, you know, let's let's all remember this, you know, this Christmas, those who've uh, been sick like Jerry and um, those who lost loved ones this year. Um, You know, it's not a happy time for everybody. So, you know, um, just like if one of you guys would, you know, run into a problem like that, I would be, you know, I feel sorry for you too. So, um, you know, it's no fun losing people, but it is part of life, but it's no fun when it happens. Very true. We're going to tell a parent transit story in a few minutes too, Charles. 
about oh, somebody okay. they got got started out too early to they started out two er, two hours early for their doctor's appointment they never got them there till an hour late or better Gee. then the doctor knocked them off the appointment and they had to get to be there to get their medicine refilled and the doctor wouldn't do it that day, but the doctor promised they would, and they haven't done it yet. And I don't think it's that person's fault because no. paratransit was screwing around. We, yeah, I know. Paratransit, no shoulder because she got there, and the driver on the other bus told the guy when he came, I just dropped her off. So then they no showed her for the next ride, and she had to wait. Because she was there that late. We probably, Indiana, we probably have one of the worst paratransits in the country. And some of that stuff is not satisfactory. I know, I appreciate it. But when they consistently make patients late for their doctor's appointments, then the the doctors cancel them. What is when they have no other way to get to point B? What are they supposed to do? That's, There's not that's much not... you can do. Uh, it, it is it is an issue. And I was telling my sister was telling me about where she lives in in Rockland County. They have this thing called trips. And here I can I can build I can book my trip a day in advance. But there you got to build book it a week in advance. I think that's so ridiculous. But that's it, there is no standardization on it, Bill. No, and it's it's not not good, and it dis it disadvantages the people who need it the most, and they they really need to serve. That is no. There's no fairness about that. If I had to wait that long and then get to the doctor and then they tell you you can't come in when you've tried, what are you supposed to do? And some of them, unfortunately, aren't on the bus line. And, you know, so it... it, Even if they were, not everybody can cross the busy streets. To get to the bus. No, it's a... It's something I'm, you know, and it, it, it's just something. I don't know. I know. So, we, we have someone who could solve the problem, Bill. I mean, Scott, Bill. Uh, he'll it, be it, on in just a moment, won't he? That's right. I was going to say, he'll solve the problem. Don't worry about right, it. Right. He'll solve the problem. Should I let him in? <laughs> you should let him in. He'll solve the problem. Go ahead. Unmute problem. yourself, Bill. I figured you could probably solve this problem. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm give, you know, one day we're going to meet, and one day you're going to kill me, Bill. I know it. I just know it. No, I was going to say, it, it, we got weather here just about like Tim's got. You know, we're supposed to get thunder, well, heavy thunderstorms tonight, tornadoes and 60, 70 mile an hour winds. And it's right now it's about uh, 62 degrees here. And we're supposed to get near 70. We're supposed to set a record, they say. And... Oh, Bill, I'm out while I got you on there. Or, well, yeah, uh, was it Gail who was talking about the shoes? Yeah. If I, and I'll let you know, too, and you can let her know. I'm going to look up. There's a place here in the suburbs of Chicago that is called Waxford. And uh, the wife had to get a special shoe because uh, she had a bad ankle. And they can really, they can fit it. Now, I'll, see, I'll see if you can get them online with them because they got all kinds of shoes up there. They even know what they call, um, oh, what is it? They're doctors of feet. There's a name for them. 
I mean, they're they're really good. I mean, they. But I'll uh, I'll have to look up and get their name and the exact name, and if they got an email address, or I'll find out for you. Because if you want shoes, like I don't know, they got them up there. Yeah, looking for that. shoes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, otherwise, not too much else. We're getting ready to getting ready for Christmas. I'm going I'm supposed to be going out to my son-in-law and grandson. And Where's my Christmas cookies, Bill? Oh, no, I'm just oh. kidding you. <laughs> well, there, I still got some here. I got I got some I got delivered this weekend. Right? He ate People them, Jeff. I, well, yeah, of course he, he ate them. Right I don't blame him. Yeah. I, I would, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were good. They are good. You know, of course, I made them. You know, that's why they're good. You know what I mean? But no, everybody wants them, and uh, my daughter, she's had three or four people work ask her to bring her some cookies, bring some cookies because they've had, had them before and they want them. So you know, like I say, when I was working, I used to I used to take about two hundred dozen different cookies all together to work around this time of year, and I'd do it a couple times. All the all the members, everybody ate them. In fact, like I told you, the well, about the last two years, the, the management finally told me to quit bringing them because. The club was serving free coffee and cookies in the lobby to the members for Christmas time, and the members come down and get my cookies and go back up and get their coffee. They weren't in the and the chef and them got tired of me about doing their cookies. <laughs> so, couldn't do it no but other more. Than that, I said you couldn't do it no more. No, no, they, they asked me to stop doing it because because the, the, the the chef and the baker they they didn't uh, like the idea that. The people were coming down there. They go down there and get four or five cookies, and then take them back up in the lobby or wherever they went. They had their coffee with their friends and that. You know, so. But that was just one of those things. I had. Yeah, I met. I have to say one thing. I worked there 15 and a half years, and I met a lot of interesting people. I knew both Mayor Daly's and Mayor Washington, and oh, a whole bunch of people, judges, and met had President Ford and uh, Art Lickletter. Uh, I had Art Lickletter once. Was there? You know, I have to tell you something about Art Linkletter. I was shocked, and all of us are shocked, because he came in one day as a guest. And I'll tell you, you would see his show on TV or him on the radio. Oh, he's the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Oh, he's so blah, blah. That guy had the most foul mouth you'd ever want to hear. Every other word was F, G, D, all that. I mean, that, that was the way he talked. Well, I, mean, I don't know why you're so surprised. There were a lot of people like that, Bill, and show Oh, business. I know, I know. But you know, you, when you when you hear him on TV, people think, "Oh, he's such a nice guy." You know, I mean, he was. Oh, he was. And you know, he, he was something else. And then I had another guy once that he was a big uh, contractor. In fact, he worked for a big well, was a big con- construction consulting firm. In fact, they built all the uh, Air Force bases for for Israel. And he was a big hobnob and everybody used to bow down to him and he came in one day and he was wanting to get a, a massage and I told him well I had two people ahead of you and he kept arguing with me and finally I told him I said uh, stepped around the corner and I said uh, look I said I know who you are I've known you for years I said you got more money than I'll ever make in my whole lifetime you got and you're just in one pocket and I said but there's one thing I set the rules down here not you and remember, you put your legs on one leg at a time, just like I do. And I turned around and walked off. But I didn't hear any more from him. The next day, the manager calls me from upstairs to his office. And I said, well, I kiss this job goodbye. <laughs> so I go up there, and the manager says, I hear you had a little run-in with uh, Mr. So-and-so. I said, yeah. And he said, well, he said, he thinks you're the greatest guy in the world. And he handed me an envelope, and the guy, the guy gave me a $100 bill. 
as you know he is. But and I never had trouble with him after that. I mean, he was he and I was real good friends. Well, because you let him know where you stood. You didn't play games. Yeah, right. You didn't. You didn't play games. But you know, because everybody, you know, my theory was, I don't care if you're a member. You're a member. You're just a member. You know, you, it, you know, you didn't mean anything to me. You know, you just, you're just a member, and you took your turn like everybody else. <laughs> Was it All right, thank you. We heard that talk. That was so nasty, Bill. Biden, what'd you say, Jennifer? It was it Paul? I think that was Paul Anka or somebody like that that we heard on the recording once. Oh no, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he was too. I never knew it, but I, I heard that one time. But he uh, I heard him live. He was. I have a recording, Bill, of Bobby Knight, the former coach of uh, Indiana University, and uh, and I have it because I always play it for my nephew when he when i see him because he went to that college and he said bobby Knight was the nicest guy in the world he took a uh, course uh, a course on sports business and coaching with him and he said it was a great guy but the language that came out of his mouth when the when they lost the game oh, and recorded right. the locker room was the mm-hmm. worst i've ever heard in my i mean i was i was shocked to hear it <laughs> I'm not, oh, yeah, nothing he, really he shocks was, really... nothing shocks me all that much so yeah he, he was really foul mouth bobby Knight was yeah, I, all right I, thank I you bill i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but That's we do okay. have other people right. with hands raised thank you bill gary can you unru- unmute yourself mr keedler yeah, we're talking about people who are good people that use profanity. A lot of people are and do, and that's just the way it is. But a Paul Anka's story, we have uh, a morning show on the rock and roll station, KLBJ FM, and it's pretty much, uh, you know, a talk uh, morning show. And they had, oh, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, they had Paul Anka on there because I guess he'd written a book or something. And so they had him on, and they... They had him on for two or three segments. He, They were going to mess with him, and they started to mess with him, and he went right in with it. I mean, he kind of followed along with them. So they kept him on for you know, two or three segments, and they said, wow, we didn't really think it was going to be like this. And the studio, he kind of rolled with it. You know, we were, we were trying to set him, you know, you know, make fun of him. I never uh, saw him live, Gary, but my parents saw him live, and they said he was just great in concert, and he was so personable with the audience. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's that kind of entertainer, so... You know, he's not my cup of tea, but, uh, you know... Uh, well, he's not, having like my, he's not having my baby. No, no, either, no. Having my, <laughs> right and, I'm, and he's not, you know, I'm not going to get him a puppy either. So we don't have to worry about it. But, uh, yeah, that was, it was interesting <laughs> to hear that, that those segments, because, you know, oh, what are they going to do to this guy? You know, they're playing rock and roll, you know, normally that's what that station plays still to this day. And they uh, had him on, and they started messing with him, and he kind of rolled with it. It's pretty interesting uh, that he was able to not get too upset. didn't seem to be. He just rolled with it. Yeah. Hey, at least he realized, well, might he as might well. have cussed afterwards. Every mouth he might have cussed, you know. <laughs> Boy, he sure did He's in nice that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, that's, I, I just thought I'd pass it on. I mean, a lot of times people, you know, don't use uh, the proper, I suppose, language. Uh, you know, I know I sure don't. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, you know. One of the things I learned the hard way when I was in college is you have to treat a microphone that uh, to make people uh, as, as if it was live all the time. And uh, you exactly. learn that very quickly. So. Yeah, if you're around a microphone, just assume it's even if you know you turned it off yourself, just assume that it could be on and don't, you know, use profanity in the control room. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, listen, I got some, I got some Howard Cosell stuff that that was that didn't go on the air, but it's it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, I've heard some of that. Yeah, I know it's been it's been around all over the place, Gary. So very yeah, interesting. I've heard some of it. It's it pretty funny. And for those who follow sports, I can tell you that the Baltimore Ravens have signed in another multi-year contract to have their games air on WBAL AM and its FM translator and WIYY FM. So for those who are interested, so. There you go. Casey Kasem. Do we have anybody next? No, we're done so far with that. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I wish I could play some of this stuff, Tim, because I have it. So, (laughs) Um, so I think we're done. Michael, what do you? You said you got the Kasori Fryer. Oh, we'll we'll get Mickey, and then I'll come back to you, Michael. Mickey, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, um, basically, sorry about that. It's sometimes a tumor. Anyway, um, yeah, this this, uh, last storm we had was very crazy around here. um, And uh, it makes me, I'm starting to try to find a good method of understanding warnings. um, Because, well, we didn't, I, I guess they don't really come up until until things are i don't know how much away from your house if you know what i mean but um we had we had a lot of damage in bowling green which is about 20 minutes away from us and uh nothing we we really never got any uh warnings and of course we never had any problem but i just wonder how all that works and and i've been also trying to find a a good weather radio um and so, if anybody's got any uh, suggestions in that re- in that respect, I'd appreciate it. Well, one thing I can say yeah, is okay. that the the weather station in Paducah uh, apparently was damaged during the storm. So when I tuned in the weather radio just to find out what was going on, it kept saying, uh, "This weather radio is offline. Please tune to another weather radio station." It oh wow! Played that in an infinite loop. So. How how do weather radios? Um, is it a certain frequency range that they all broadcast in? Yeah, they're or? on. Uh, there's seven frequencies between one sixty two point four to one sixty two point five five, and there's seven channels every twenty five kilohertz. Okay. Uh, so I'm not sure what you have where you are. It might be point four seven five, or I'm not. You might have point five five. I don't know, but so uh, many of those are online. And there are apps. There's an actual NOAA weather app. There's a few different weather apps, so that might be the way to approach it, to get the information on your uh, iPhone. Yeah, there's one that you can get on your iPhone called Weather Radio. Weather Radio, it's called. Okay. And you can set up uh, all kinds of warnings. So you're worried about tornadoes. Uh, We don't get them in upstate New York very often. I I can't tell you the last time we had one. But I have it set up for all kinds of warnings, and I follow... I, I, and you can choose what city you want to follow. So you're what's the nearest okay. city to you? Oh, we're in Franklin, Kentucky. Okay, I believe that might be in, in the app. You can choose that. I follow <laughs> I follow uh, Rockland County, New York. I follow uh, Bloomington, Indiana, because a friend of mine lives in Bloomington, and I follow San Francisco, California, because my okay. nephew lives on the West Coast. So, um, and you can follow whatever. And I get all kinds of warnings and stuff with that particular app. And Mike. Is, uh, maybe that's not the best app, but maybe you have a better one. But they they all pretty much work the same. Well, one of my tips is if you're going to follow counties and stuff, you want to choose counties to the west and southwest of you because that's where it's coming from, right? Oh, it's okay. Coming. 
So that way you know, you know, it's in the county before you, so you have some time to take shelter if that's appropriate. Yeah, that's a good that's a good suggestion because I, that, that, you know, I don't want to stay up all night because of the stupid things if I can help it, but, uh, you know, but I do want to know in in me in uh, in time that I can, you know, so we can do something about it. We we don't we, our house doesn't have a basement or anything. We just have a place that we hope is safe. You know, in our we have two hallways, and one of them seems to have walls more around it than the other one. So we're figuring that's where we'll try to stay and hope that works. <laughs> My really main suggestion to people would be cover your head. Even if you got to put a big old quilt blanket or something over your head, protect your head. Yeah, yeah, that's if you good. a helmet or something, you know, if you're a bike rider. Or, but, just... but it, you know, it's like, it's like how do you survive a jet crash in a way? Um, is it really, what really works? <laughs> um, you know, there's certain things you just can't do anything much about. But, you know, you definitely want to try to stay safe. We've also looked at generators, and and generators are kind of um, interesting because really the best thing I think to do is to not really try to not really try to power your whole house, but figure out what what um, you know what outlooks outlooks or outlets sorry are best for you to to have active if something does happen. So I'm trying to look into all that, try to understand it, but not spend a lot of money. <laughs> well, if you're going to get a generator, it's going to cost you money. You don't want to go cheap oh. on the generator. You really want to buy one that's quality, and you need to get uh, approval from the, your, where you live. Not the, yeah. uh, you own, I don't know if I'm assuming you own your own property, but you need yeah, to get we, you need to get approval from the city or the township that you're in. Yeah, there's a lot well, of regulations involved. Go ahead, Chris. If uh, you hire the right company, they will get all the permits for you, and what we found out was by the time we powered the things that we wanted to power uh-huh. it didn't cost very much more to power the whole house really well, yeah, yeah. And i would get a whole house generator if i if i were you because that's going to protect your computers and everything else that you have in the house and uh, if you have yeah. a power failure you don't want you don't you really don't want to be without power i mean uh, you don't want everything would go bad in your refrigerator and you wouldn't have any heat or you know i mean you really have to think about that that's yeah, something can... to ask the company that you're going to hire is do you take care of getting all of the permits yeah, and that'll also, save you a lot of trouble. A friend of mine, they they actually live in Bowling Green. They are, they just barely missed um, damage. In fact, actually, the block over from them, the whole block is destroyed. But um, but they they had a generator installed. But when they started when they were when they used it, all of a sudden they started smelling carbon monoxide. So you got to really know people really got to know what they're doing when they install these things. So anyway, that you, you you have to have them so far away from a window or a door. There's a uh-huh. lot of particulars. Well, yeah, outside obviously. And what's the brand of your generator? I know it's not the Guardian. It's I forgot Generac. the name. You have the Generac one, and they have. And you'll see commercials for Generac on television. Those infomercials, uh, Mickey, okay. occasionally. So if you see them, uh, I don't know if they tell you everything, but they give you a real good idea of what uh, to expect when you buy those things. So. Well, I get a thing in every day that tells me how many kilowatts I've used in a day, but there, that's not all there is to it. And so I'm trying to understand what do you, you know, what do you prepare for? But I've really appreciated your all you guys' um, at, at, you know, suggestions because uh, it's really, you know, you don't really think. At first I thought, oh, my wife's not crazy. She just likes to watch all these things. And, and, <laughs> and now I'm finding out, well, you know what? Um I'm wrong, <laughs> so I had to apologize. Well, if you, if you, uh, what you have to be concerned if if you're going to power the whole house, you need about a 14 kW or kilowatt 
generator. Okay. Or higher. Uh-huh. Yeah, that will we power have, your heat, your air, everything. Yeah, because we have no we have no gas, so everything in our house is electric. So that's what you're. That's why I'm trying to figure it out. I, I don't want to. I don't even know if I can. Doesn't afford that it. also pose another you have problem? A, do you have a gas line to your house? No, not no. There's not even a gas. Well, see, line. that could be a problem um, if they they may have to run one if that's possible. Uh, here, they won't deliver fuel for generators, so we had ours hooked up directly to the gas. Oh, I think know. in Florida we would have that problem, and I think they have to bring something in. I well, I'm not sure how they wow. do it, but the neighbor down the street has one, so it can be done. But gas, they won't be using. The, right. Um, maybe they, they use LP or something. I don't know. Yeah. Is okay. well, is I'll... yours loud, Dave? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah, it, well, it's outside and, and it is pretty loud. <laughs> you would it's close to the bedroom windows, but not too close. You can't have it within so many feet. But you really wouldn't probably want the bedroom window open with it running anyway, but even if you did, it's pretty loud with the window open. They still kinda sound like a lawnmower? Uh, not quite that bad. No, but he's, it's he's had a demonstration different. of it. Remember, you, you you showed us what it sounded like uh, about a few years ago in the coffee club days. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you, are you, do you have houses near you where your neighbors might complain? You, oh, you have, you're, you're probably kind of spread out right where you are, so you don't have a problem with Yeah, neighbors. we're spread out. Yeah, we don't have a problem. Yeah, we yeah, would either. I remember when I, worked at, when I worked at Kodak, we had a... Well, it was a V8 Chrysler engine that ran a 30-kilowatt generator. <laughs> and, uh, man, that was loud. And I remember going down one day to turn the air compressor on for the morning shift. And uh, and our power went out at just at that time, and the generator kicked in. And God, did that scare me. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, Mickey, here's the best generator. But we we get to your house and we use a bicycle and we and we pedal the power to your house and we keep pedaling on that bike. No, I'm just kidding, Mickey. Just hey, kidding. Hey, that's a neat idea. In fact, I will and I'll I'll buy you a ticket. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have that kind of it. <laughs> right. But no, I, I mean, remember, I was at the. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. I was just going to say. I remember when, as a kid, we had a I, I had a tandem bike, and we had a little generator on that for. The headlight and and a tail light, a little tail light, and yeah, uh, boy, when you those. flip that, yeah, when you flip that generator on, you had to work a lot harder as far as pedaling yeah. goes. When I was at the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, they had gen- they had a bicycle set up for generators, and they and you could uh, pedal away, and if you got to a certain amount of kilowatt hours, they gave you, you, you the a machine that the generator was connected to would uh, would dispense a, a trophy coin that you could have. I, I never quite got that high. I mean, I just wanna, but everyone everyone had fun with that. When I was back in 1968, I don't know if they still do that anymore, but that was kind of fun at that time. Okay, I'll tell I you what. Thinking, I'll get you um, one of the machines. And thank you, the t- Jimmy. Thank you, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I, I was thinking about... Uh, um, maybe we should make it that um, we have those, you know, those they have those pedals that you can have under your desk uh-huh. um, and hook those up to a generator and then we could power the legend that way. Well, it might, might be more reliable than it too. is. Stable <laughs> in the electric bill. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad idea. Well, you guys, thanks for your tips. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. 
Be yeah. safe. Good day. All right, Jeff, guys, anything? Have we no, got we're, we're done. You, you, we're going to ask Mike some yeah, questions. Yeah, I was so. going to ask you, Mike, you got this Kasori. What are you using it on your iPhone? What are you uh, powering uh, your app with? Yeah, it's got an app called V-Sync or V-Sync. It calls it V-E-S-Y-N-C. And that works with a number of different home appliances, uh, you know, for... But with the Kasori air fryer, I can tell it to do bacon. I can set the temperature and set how long to cook, but I cannot start without actually going to the device. Right. However, I can use Google or Amazon and say, you know, cook bacon on and give it a name. You know, I can call it Mr. Bill and say, cook bacon and Mr. Bill for 24 minutes or whatever, and it'll do that. Uh, so it, that way will it actually start it or do you still have to go start it? Google will start it. So it's weird that it won't on the iPhone and I get for security purposes or home safety purposes, but yet Google or Amazon, I think I wish I haven't put it on Amazon, but Google will start it. Now, can it this be, be used by a blind person uh, without or, or Well, it's touch phone. screen, so you'd have to you'd have to label it up. Right. Um, so so I've labeled most of the buttons, and and I can navigate it, but you know, use the app. Usually, I use the app to set the temperature and the time, or I just so far cook things. I'm a little upset. I thought seven quarts. I thought the base of it would be larger. It's tall, and you can actually cook two things at once. But I was hoping for a larger base, and that's you know one of those downsides to buying something online. Or I guess I should have thought about looking at the dimensions and getting a better picture in my mind of. I mean, I like it. It gets the job done. But I tried to cook a whole bird and a whole chicken, and it was a little challenging. Of course, you have to cook it with the uh, legs down, I think, first. I can't remember. You do it 20 minutes one way and 30 minutes the other way. But it looks like it's seared or damaged the top of the of the the, uh, the pan or the, the tool to cook in. So uh, I was just a little frustrated by that, but... It, it's a good unit. I got it for one hundred twenty-seven dollars, so that was a good price. It was one of those Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, deals. Bill told me about it, and I think you, Bill, you said you have a five-point-eight quart. So I said, oh, I found a seven-quart for. So I said it'll be even bigger, and it's going to meet most of your needs. But if you like to eat a lot, or of course you can. I mean, you really shouldn't stack food in an air fryer, but, I mean, there's no reason, like a chicken legs or something. I guess if you had enough of them, you could just stand them upright and then cook more vertically. But, so I, I do wish the base of it was a little larger, a little wider, but uh, it's a it's a, it's a a neat unit. Um, there's all kinds of recipes online to, to go with it. But with your Google Home, you can make it actually start. You yes, it say, will start. Yes. You could say cook French fries or... Yeah, well, you, I don't know if you could specifically say French, I think you can, but even if you don't know specifically what food, you can give it time and temperature values, and you could say preheat if you want first, and then give it, so you have to know how long you want to cook, and it's got what's called the shake button, so you want to, you may want to turn that off, you know, unless you want it to stop, otherwise it stops exactly halfway through, so you could turn the food over, or mix it around a little bit, whatever, so... But it has an option on, in the iOS app. You can turn that shake mode off, and then it'll just cook through the entire time. So this depends on what you're making. But, yes, it will auto-start. Auto we app- really like the, the one we have. Now, we, we, base, we basically use the app for everything. But 
And the, like I said, the only drawback is the fact that now if you use a recipe, you don't, it, it will start. But if, if you don't use a recipe, then it won't. Yeah, I you haven't have gotten to manually started. Right, I haven't gotten that far yet to, to plug in recipes. There's sure enough of them out there. Oh so yeah, be- yeah, they can do that now. Is that app available on the Android phone or? I think it says it is. I don't have an Android to test it. I guess I have a tablet I could test it, but I don't know if there's more than one. But they recommend it as VSync, V E S Y C. And, uh, Did you need uh, uh, help from uh, a visualist of a sighted assistance in order to set? Well, yeah, I had to label the uh, label the, some of the buttons, especially the start button. Uh, so, Actually, the only thing we did with ours is we did uh, ask Ira where the start. The, I think we have two dots on there that we put on the screen because that's all really all we really need to use because. You know, we we use the app for everything else. Yeah, it's pretty much the way I am because you can pause it and do things to the food if you want. You know, if you, it smells like, you know, I think, okay, maybe it's getting too brown or I need, I want to turn it over. So you can do that. Yeah. And you can do that from the app as well. So, so that'll do. It can pause and resume. So it's a pretty cool little device. But Could, would they, did they have bigger than a seven quart? <clears throat> I. I don't recall Amazon. I think they may have had 12 quarts. I was just going by, I was trying to be frugal. So when I found a seven quart for 127, I thought that was a pretty good deal. And uh, so I wouldn't imagine it's too different from yours, your 5.8 quart. Right. All right. Well, yeah, it works great. We do have a, a hand raised from uh, Pierre. So, uh, Pierre, can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning. Uh, y'all talking about generators a while ago. I have a, mine is a 22K Briggs uh, and Stratton. And uh, after Hurricane Ida, uh, that's the best investment I ever made. It ran for like seven or eight days. But it's big enough that it can uh, run my entire place plus my sister's little mobile home in my backyard. So uh, I tell you what. For the man that we're talking about it, that's a great investment if you can do it. How much did it set you back, Pierre? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was like uh, $8,600 or whatever, and that was including permits and everything. Do you have natural gas where you live, so the generator's hooked into your natural gas system? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the reason I bought it. I don't want one. you got to go up there. Uh, After Ida, people were, you know, buying uh, having to uh, drive 20 miles to get gas for for their home generators, and I just used natural gas, so I had no problem. <laughs> but, I assume. Uh, I would assume it has mechanisms in place, right? So, in the Midwest, I think about you know if we had an earthquake or something that if there was damage to the actual gas lines, that the generator would yeah, we shut off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And, Dave's didn't work in one of these electrical things one morning and well I, well that's because they were working on the uh they were working on the power line and when they do that they don't like you to run the generator because you could get a backfeed to where they're working and so they called us and asked us not to yeah yeah i wondered what that back was during, back during hurricane ida uh i knew a guy in new orleans and when his electricity went off, he uh, he uh, 
his generator didn't start. So he went outside to try to work on it. He got too overheated and passed away. Oh. Oh, man. Well, he didn't have to worry about the generator. And, uh, and then uh, this this past weekend, Teresa and I went to the Louisiana Council of the Blind Convention in Lafayette, Louisiana. We had a really good time. The only problem was they we ate three meals and they served fried chicken, all three meals. Nice and healthy, artery-clogging meals, right? All right. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, this was a big, brand-new, fancy Holiday Inn hotel. And they put us in. They put us in this huge suite. I mean, this thing was gigantic. And uh, but the problem we had, you know, you would think that in this day and time that there would be something they could do. But we went to heat our meal, and the uh, microwave oven in the kitchen was touch screen. It was 83 degrees Friday, and. Uh, we went to uh, uh, lower the air. Of course, the air conditioner was touch screen. I mean, it, it just seems like they could do something. We had to call somebody up to come adjust our air conditioner. And it seems like there would be something they could do to mark these things or something. Well, I don't know. Everything is touch screen these days, uh, Pierre, so it's very tough these days. So. There's not much you can do. I mean, that's uh, unless you, you get to the braille it up or do something. And sometimes even that's not good. I had a touchscreen stove in my house, and it was like a touch-tone phone. But the minute you touch it, it you, you couldn't braille it easily. You couldn't put dots around it easily because if you if you touched it, it would it would automatically do something. And it was a it was really not, not a good situation. But that was a problem I had years ago. So, all right. Thank you, Pierre. Thank you. Um... Anybody else left, Jeff? I thought we. No, I we were. I thought we're we all, we were almost going to have a problem there, but somebody must have took care of it. Yep, I did. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's an. You know what I was thinking about the other day, Mike? Have you noticed this? Jenny noticed it too. There's not as many blindness podcasts as there used to be. Remember, you used to have blind bargains, and you had whatever and whatever and whatever. You don't see those as much anymore. Um, yeah, I haven't uh, you know, recently gone in uh, and, and looked and seen what if there's any new shows that have taken their place. I think you're right, though. And, you know, all of that in part stems from, you got to think, when... Apple launched the iPhone, a lot of the companies that did AT went out of business, right? So you took a, a $55 billion industry and, you know, Apple and Google and Samsung, a lot of these companies, there's not as many players now, but, but so it, it, it's tough. Right? You're not, if you're not making money at it and, you know, it's... The only ones I've noticed doing it a lot is Tech Talk. You know, of course, there's Tech Talk. There used to be, and I haven't, of course, maybe it's not on my new phone, but Blind Abilities, and I haven't know if that's still on. Yeah, they're still uh I saw them on the Luna RSS. I, I searched for them. I found them. I yeah, they're still doing things. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's another one that Brian Fishler, he... he uh, when I did his own thing, 
it's so it's not on blind abilities anymore. It's called what's it called? That real blind tech show? Yeah. Or I think it, it just used to be called Blind Tech Show or something. It's called That Real Blind Tech Show. I just found that. Uh, so And I notice your friend out in Texas used to have one. Well, Robert Carter, yeah, he he does if something new. He usually only does if Apple has an event. I'm about the other guy. Um, He had a few friends with him. He had a few friends with him. He's a web developer, or he writes programs. Oh, Michael Doeys and uh, yeah, yeah, those guys, Michael Babcock and yeah, I haven't seen kind of what they, you know, what, what what they're doing lately. A lot of them now are using something called Discord, and that's a real popular kind of technology that uh, is mostly accessible. I don't know, if Jeff, if you've ever played with that. but uh, I haven't, but if you're going to find podcasts, I mean, everyone they always say on the radio, we're available on the Odyssey app or we're available on the iPod, on the iHeart app, but we're also available wherever you get well, your podcasts. So. Here's really to answer your question, Bill. The, the, the craze is, without a doubt, video, and everybody's going video. And there are technologies that blind people can use now to do video. There's a few different ones. Uh, One of the ones I've seen blind folks adopt is called OBS, or Open Broadcast Software. And uh, it's accessible, and you could sit there and do uh, audio and video. You could do screen sharing, so you could record yourself doing something, demoing a product. And a lot of people do that and put them up on YouTube. And um, there's a gentleman in Louisville. I'm trying to think of his name or the name of his feed, but he's got a whole bunch of them, just like little demos of things. And well, I so know. video is the future right now. It's, right, and I notice radio stations, they're broadcasting their shows on Twitter. I noticed one yesterday, the Fan 1075 out of Indianapolis. They were doing the show out of Twitter, so I went to Twitter. They sent out a link to Twitter, and I pulled it up, and... And bingo, I was able to listen on Twitter. Yeah, they're doing that. A lot of them are uh, multicasting, and they're, they're on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live even when they're doing live events, along with maybe Zoom or something else, even like uh, Fist Barrow or Freedom Scientific, Jaws. They do them all on those different platforms at the same time. Zoom, they're, Clubhouse. They're, they're on Clubhouse. They're on, uh, they're on Zoom. YouTube uh, and Facebook all at the same time. So, so yeah, and, and they're pretty pretty active there's a company that's kind of sprung up it's one about blind android users and they they're very consistent every week there was one for a while the blind tech guys or whatever but they went away the the, some of these just don't stay around once they find out what they've got to do and make it a commitment then then. Well, a lot of them are going into YouTube because they get bigger audiences there. So, yeah, they, a, they don't mention the podcast as much. It's just YouTube. Ring that bell, like Jeff loves I, uh, ringing that I bell. I watch all my courtrooms. You, you can't believe, Mike, how many courtrooms are live on YouTube. And I love to watch that live. Um, I know I'm a little strange, but I, I always wanted to be a lawyer, and I never did that because I, I ended up uh, not wanting to. I was a little lazy. I didn't want to go to law school, but. All these courtrooms are, are live, and they've been live even before this pandemic. Some of them, and um, and and even if the pandemic goes away, in it, and it, the the idea of having court sessions on YouTube so people can watch them is not going to go away. It's going to be a thing of it's here to stay. It's not going away. You're uh, 
one of these guys that would go to the courtroom and sit in the back of the courtroom. And I, used, I used when I was with my grandfather when I was growing up in New York City. I was a kid, and we would go to the Bronx County Courthouse and watch the and listen. Oh, I would listen, and they would watch the cases. That was probably the most interesting stuff that I ever did, Bill. It really was quite interesting. I'd hear all kinds of cases, and uh, when I moved to Albany, I used to go downtown to the uh, police court whenever I whenever I was out of work, if it was a day off or something, and I would go to the police court when people got arraigned and arrested, and it was open to the public. Now it's all security, and you really can't get in. It's not you got to go through all our hoops to get in. But but you know before all that, it, you, it was just open to the public. Anyone could go to the courtroom, and now it's all different right now. So it's definitely a different situation. And why do you think Court TV and the Law and Crime Network are so popular? So. Well, yeah, but I've noticed uh, stations, especially on Facebook, you can watch live events probably on YouTube and Facebook. You can watch them instead of using your TV. So, you know, if 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 there's a need for you to do that. Yeah, and uh, I just figured out how to show my computer on the TV, although sometimes it gets stuck and it won't work again until I reboot. But... Uh, like Google Chrome, especially, you can make it anything that you're watching on your computer or listening to. You can make it send it over to your television set. So yeah, you're seeing. Looking forward to. I don't know what this is all going to be about, but CNN is going to have CNN Plus. I think it's starting in January sometime. I believe that's their cost-free streaming service. Cost-free, or is it going to come? No, I think it's a free service. Like all these companies are now learning that people will watch them if they stream and they don't have to pay for it. So CNN is is one of them. Fox has come out with the Fox to compete with the Weather Channel. There's a Fox Weather Channel. I haven't seen it yet, but it's out. So I mean, CNS, CNN is doing the same thing. And now the companies, I believe, like I just found out Spectrum, for example. I don't really want cable, but if I want Peacock, I could go through Spectrum and get a year of Peacock through them. So. Uh, and you know, Peacock is not accessible on Amazon. No, it's, it's terrible. I, I played with it on the iPhone to forget yeah, it. Yeah, I don't hear any description. And Paramount Plus had description, and that was pretty accessible. I mean, the UI is a little, I would do the UI a little different, but it, it was accessible. It was doable. So, uh, yeah, so. Um, you can do that. But I noticed CNN is coming out with CNN Plus. And you'll you'll probably see more, and they're just going to keep finding ways to chip into this. Um, I predict, Bill, this is going to be like the Bell companies, right? You're eventually going to have probably have seven big networks, and then at some point, they're going to the larger ones will gobble the smaller ones up, and you'll be back to two or three, and then you'll so instead of having Spectrum or Comcast as we do today, you'll just choose an online streaming. Service, kind of like you already do with Hulu or YouTube TV, right? And you'll have all your channels that you want. Right. Well, I'm waiting for the day, like in our area, where there's nothing that competes with Spectrum. But yes, if I want cable from another company or for a band service from another company, it's not available here where I live. Um, and that's going to change. <clears throat> I, I think I eventually they it. will, though. Eventually they will. You know, you could do it with AT&T where you can get it just on demand, just streaming. Uh, what's it even? DirecTV now does that? Yeah, DirecTV, they, they want to get rid of the satellite completely if they can get away with it. They really don't want to, and same thing with XM, Sirius XM, they don't want to have to pay the costs of satellite because every time a satellite has to goes out of orbit and, you know, they only last for so long, they got to pay to launch a new one. They don't want to do that anymore. They want, they're, they're trying to encourage people to use the app instead of the, uh, the, the satellite radios. Um, and at least here in Albany, where I am, 
um, if you don't, if you have a satellite radio, I mean, and you're not near near a dish, they have their repeater stations on top of the cell tower, so you can listen to satellite radio through. Doesn't matter, but eventually they'd like to get rid of the radio. That's why they're telling people to get the XM app and use that. I don't, I don't know if you saw that, Mike, lately. If you yeah, they, that is the the trend, right? So right. You I think won't. eventually that will be an option. You will do everything through your internet connection. I really believe that will happen. And so you better keep that internet up. You know, I've been having a problem with my Amazon TV. Um, been having a real problem because it's getting real slow and messed up there. Oh, thank you. I know they just came out thank with a you. new update for the Fire TV, and I got that downloaded to my television set two days ago and I never know when they're going to download it but all of a sudden I'll be sitting in, on my computer and I'll hear my TV say voice view ready and I know I had turned the machine the television off but that that indicates that they've that they've uh, installed an update and it tells me that voice view is ready and then it okay. turns the television off as well at that point but yeah there's a button you can hold it'll reset it kind of like rebooting it and that might speed it up but you know if you install a bunch of different apps for individual channels and stuff and the thing eventually gets kind of bogged down um, and I've at my Sony TV, I've done factory resets to it two different times because it just got so sluggish with just different apps and everything. One app that I want to try and I haven't tried it yet, and they have a deal where you can get it for twenty dollars for the year is Curiosity Stream because if that's accessible, I'd like that app because it's uh, for the television or it's that service. It's nothing but documentaries. If you like National Geographic, you like these documentaries about all kinds of subjects. That's the kind of thing I'm interested in, Mike. Uh, I don't know if you're interested in that kind of I'd thing. I'd give you 20 cents for that one. I know, Bill. I, I knew you were going to say that. To go, yeah. go ahead, Mike. Well, I mean, I might like it. It depends on what it has. It, it, you know, just documentaries. Does it have, like, profiles, you know, with, like, biographies or, you know, music and because I read a lot of autobiographies and biographies of different famous people. You know, I really don't. I don't know. I mean, um, you're like, uh, like well, twenty bucks. Go and give it a shot, Jeff. Or maybe they give well, you. If, most if, of them if, give you a seven day trial. You could just install. Yeah, it that's what I'm going to do, and I'll I'll just try yeah. it and see if it works. Because if it's accessible, I'll 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 use it. Uh, I find that a lot of these apps on the Fire TV. Well, not a lot of them, but the, the ones I've tried, some some work great, some are not accessible. So, yeah, I talked to somebody just bought the 32 inch. Um, television, and that would, would be okay. I think they got it at Best Buy. But I would really urge you, unless, I mean, it's all you can do, stay away from that real bottom-of-the-line stuff because your, your performance will vary, I think. I know they say they're made by the same, but I've noticed quite a difference between Toshiba's versus the the Best Buy brand. And I hate to say it, Jeff, you don't have the other, the Best Buy brand, do you? Oh, no. I, when I bought it, I, I bought it on Amazon, but I bought it. I bought the Toshiba 43-inch Fire TV a few yeah, years get ago. The, get the Toshiba. Don't get that other brand. Yeah. I don't mind saying it. I just can't think of it. Yeah. It's uh, Insignia. Insignia. Yeah, stay away from those. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. You can get them for 89 bucks or... Whatever, if that's all you can do, that's fine. And they work okay. You're just not going to get the good 
good performance. I need a better uh, HD antenna because now I'm 30 miles away from Evansville, so I can't get all the stations out. Well, let me make a suggestion to you, Mike. And, I, and he's got his own YouTube channel. And he and even though if you can't see, they're still good. Antenna Man. If you follow Antenna Man on YouTube, I don't think you could go wrong. He does reviews, and you can go through all of his reviews. He's got a whole – they're all up there on YouTube. Um and I think that that he might be able to you might be able to find an antenna. This Clearstream makes an indoor outdoor antenna with an amplifier that he really recommends. But then again, it all depends, as he says in his videos, it's placement, 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 and how far are you from the transmitters? Do you have direct line of sight to the transmitters? You can have a great antenna, but if the antenna can't see the transmitters or doesn't have a direct sight to the transmitter towers, you've got a problem. So you have to really experiment when you buy these antennas. Well, the challenge is we've talked about is positioning. You got to get it exactly right. Exactly right. Well, that's right. It's, it's all digital. So there's no such thing as, well, the signal's fading. It's either there or it's not there. It's, there's like ones and zeros. Convert it to analog. And if they don't read properly, you don't have a signal. Well, if they just make a, just allow you to tune to the channel and then adjust the antenna like we did back in the day, but now you have to scan. And if it's not there, it doesn't stop. And you can't, you have to keep testing until you get the most channels or look up how many. You, you technically should be able to pick up and keep adjusting the antenna so it's it's a test of your patience well not only that i have channel 13 here in albany new york and i can't get that channel on on uh, with an antenna but if i move the antenna slightly i can get that channel but i can't get the other channel so it's it, you know you exactly. can't win exactly so i like to find something that i'm the first one i had a long time ago like 2000 sorry i'm having nine. trouble please try it in a little while had like helicopter blades <laughs> look like yeah. i'm having trouble too <laughs> No, which oh, was that mine? That? I'm sorry. I think that was, mine. was that mine or yours? I might have been mine. I just powdered her down. I, she was on my I think that was yours, Mike. But it's <clears> but it, it actually it actually the the, the the actual voice should actually fit what we're talking about. Hey, I got a question for you, Mike. Uh, you were talking. We only briefly touched on it, and you said that Amazon wanted to get into the uh, Instacart show. Oh yeah, we just heard that. I just heard that and, yesterday. And, and you heard it Monday, and I heard it Monday. But they didn't say anything any more deta- details of what how they were going to do it. Did you hear anything more all, about it? All I that? heard is that. What they found is eight different job postings for different types of people that they're looking for to kind of manage fulfillment like that to do two hour grocery delivery. But uh, that would start, of course, it's the, the test right now is in the UK, right? It's in England, I believe. And right. they're going to roll it to the States. So they're going to start in larger cities, probably more well to do areas. I would guess Manhattan places where there's probably more money to burn. Um, and I don't know because one of the, the podcasters, I don't know if this is fact, if you said it would just be delivering from like Whole Foods, which is more expensive. And of course, if you try to buy groceries on Amazon, it's very costly. So I don't know if that's still going to be the case or what stores they'll work with. They could get the cost down. It's called home paycheck. Yeah. You know, if Amazon would partner with other stores, like, for example, if they would partner with Trader Joe's, I'd, I'd be in. I mean, I like Trader Joe's, but like I went there a few days ago and they really couldn't help me. They, they didn't have the staff. Mike, when I go into a supermarket and they don't have enough staff to do that, what, what do I do? I mean, you can't really yell at them. I mean, you know, they're they're fighting the same problem that everyone else is fighting with that's the labor shortage. Way, that's getting to be the way it is in a lot of places. When we went to that uh, that cafeteria the other night, there was like nobody to help you do the line or even tell you what they had. Uh, I try to avoid those places if I can, Jennifer. Yeah, that, but once you that's why. Yeah. But sometimes you can't always do that, so. Julie, can you unmute, unmute yourself, please? Yes. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, uh, I look just for the heck of it. I looked for a Trader Joe's thing on Amazon, and I didn't go ahead and order it at the time. But sometimes at this time of year, they have these chocolate almond cookies. Oh. 
<laughs> and I I had just looked to see if they might have them on Amazon. I mean, I know Trader Joe's doesn't do that, but they had some, so I don't know how they got them. Uh, what they're doing is they, they there are Amazon resellers who are reselling Trader Joe's products. So just be aware, and I mean, I think you probably will realize it when you look at the prices, that they're going to be more money if they're sold on Amazon because someone's reselling Trader Joe's products. Uh, but they are available on Amazon. Some of the things like the JoJo chocolate and vanilla and vanilla and chocolate sandwich cookies are available on Trader Joe's. And so are the lemon cookies that are that I like on Trader Joe's are available as well. But again, uh-huh. they're, not, they're not being sold by Trader Joe's, Julie. They're being sold by an Amazon reseller. Yeah, but I was just kind of surprised to find anything of theirs. But it had been a couple of years. I, we don't have a Trader Joe's where I live, but when I went to Des Moines, because so many people had talked about how wonderful it is, they have one out in West Des Moines, and uh, so I wanted to go out there because my sister had said she shopped out there once in a while, and so we went out there, and oh, this guy was so nice, and he toured us around the store, and and, you know, there was a limit to what we could get because we weren't going right home, and so, but we got some some good things to try, and and, um, yeah, it, it was a wonderful experience to go there. Uh, you know, you know, Julie, I can't even win. My cleaning lady took me to Trader Joe's just about a year ago, and I said I picked out the JoJo sandwich cookies, and she goes, "Oh, I may have to tell your sister." <laughs> yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I can't win no matter what I do. <laughs> yeah. So, what all kinds of wonderful Christmas cookies have you been ordering, Jeff? I really don't order Christmas cookies, to tell you the truth. Um, I try to avoid some of that. I, do, I I told you that I order the black and white. Yes. The black and white cookies, which I which I told you are very very good. Um, yes. But I really haven't ordered any Christmas cookies. One of the reasons I haven't done it, and Mike, maybe there's a way we can figure this one out. Um, Amazon, I never know who's going to deliver the stuff to me. And I talked about this before the coffee club when we, we were all on uh, pre-show prep. And one of the problems I have in my apartment building is that if Amazon does the delivery, not UPS or uh, USPS or the Post Office of United Parcel or FedEx, but if Amazon does the delivery, they, depending on which driver you have getting the deliveries, they can get into my building. The building put up special electronics so they can get into the building with no problem. But the Amazon person will just drop them off on the floor of the lobby or drop them off outside the building and just, you know, run away, you know, basically. And I, I'm not going to sit there and try to scan, you know, 20, 30 packages with my iPhone. So I, right now I'm holding off on doing any Amazon until maybe after the holiday. Oh, I, I understand that because our building is locked and gated, at, 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 at locked everywhere and gated at one end. And they have been bringing things to the entrance that faces the street. And you don't always get, there's not always a picture taken of it when it, or, you know, when it comes and different things. And I have had this happen several times recently. And one time my gentleman friend went when there was a package delivered and there were three packages there. And at Christmas time, that's just a perfect place for porch pirates because they can see it from the street. And I have had conversations with them. And the last time I said, you know, maybe these folks need cameras in their vehicles to, you know, so that you'll find out what they're doing and not doing. Well, and, and, and they, have, they call them Amazon Fulfillment Centers. It's a separate company owned by Amazon that does the delivery. And I found that out here as well. 
And uh, one of the tenants in my building said, yes, they delivered a package and it was outside of my building and I saw the picture. And by the time I got to the outside of my building, the $400 boots I bought were stolen. So, I mean, uh, it is a problem. And Well, yeah, and I told them, I said, now look, you know, we love shopping with Amazon, but you're going to lose business if you keep delivering in ways that are insecure because people are not going to put up with that. They want to shop with Amazon and you've got a good thing going, but you are going to lose business fast, and especially if you keep doing this kind of stuff at Christmas time. This is true. Mike, uh, what would you suggest? I mean, I don't know that any suggestion that really solved this problem. I wonder if you... I wonder if, like, an apartment complex, like, they could, like, have a few different lockers, but then each person would have their own code. So even though you could share well, a locker with other people, that, you well, would I, would, own code. I wouldn't care, Mike, but the problem is that they, they wouldn't, they don't, sometimes they don't even bring it into the apartment building. That's the problem. Well, they don't. Right. They don't. Yeah, I have a different issue here because I have a house now, and sometimes it'll be on the back deck. Sometimes it'll be outside the steps off the porch sometimes they'll bring it onto the porch and set it in front of the front door and or sometimes they get a postal delivery and i have to go to the post office and pick it up unless it's a sunday and then they'll deliver it on sunday but not any other day so yeah very weird uh yes and, and i tell them i mean it's very obvious that our building is not a house with a porch that you know it's not a private resident it's very clear it's a public building it was an old railroad office building. And so, you know, it's obviously, uh, you know, the doors and stuff there, it's obviously not a house. Julie, do the railroad tracks run in the middle of your apartment? No, never mind. That was an old song. No. I'm just kidding you, Julie. Not <laughs> I'm quite. sorry. Not, not quite. But I'm sorry, Julie. Building, yeah, the shop building is across from us, you know, where they where they work on the trains. And so um, so it's um, it's an interesting place. This building has an auditorium, and Benny Goodman's big band played at that audit- in that auditorium. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's quite a place, and they renovated it and made it into apartments. Well, lots there's lots of uh, lots of history there. Thank you, Julie. Um, and uh, we have one more hand raised. Bill, go ahead, please. Hold up. Oh, hi. Good morning. Yeah, a little Anybody bit. Curious? Uh, oh, Bill, no, no, you guys are. Okay, you guys ahead, are talking about yeah, you guys are talking about Amazon there, but before and you're talking about Trader Joe and that, and that's when I raised my hand. Uh, you know, Trader Joe is real good. I like it too, but most people don't realize Aldi is the subsidiary of Trader Joe. They're brothers or cousins. They're both in the same family. You can, sometimes you can't find it at Trader Joe. If you got an Aldi, you go there, you can find the same thing. You know, there's a guy on YouTube talking about uh, who who did a video, and I I, I follow these videos. Like last week, I played that Mash video. Well, there's a guy on YouTube who did a review of the Aldis in Chicago. Now, I don't know how many Aldis there are in Chicago. No, there's a lot of them, right? This was a, this was a huge Aldi supermarket in Chicago. And he did a review of it and talked about what's good at Aldis and what's not good at Aldis and how, how when you buy the rye bread at Aldis, it's, it's, they have very good value. And the, people think that Aldis food is horrible because it's Aldis, but it's not necessarily, that's not necessarily the truth. Now, I don't shop at Aldis, although I, I can because Instacart does deliver groceries from Aldis. So I'm not that familiar with Aldis. So if you know more about it, let me know, Bill, because I, I never oh, yeah, go there. It's it, 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 uh, it, it got just pretty much the same product that... Uh Trader Joe, except maybe Trader Joe might carry a, a few more higher-end things. And Trader Joe, like if you go in to buy, say you want to buy some fresh fruit, Trader Joe may charge you, well, I'll just say 50 cents a piece for each apple. You can go to Aldi and get the same apples, man, in a bag for $3 and some cents and get 10 or 15 apples, you know. 
but I mean, it depends on uh, if, how, how fancy you want it. And, of course, Aldi doesn't carry a lot of the wines and the other stuff that uh, Trader Joe carries. But there is one thing that Trader Joe does carry, and you might lie on if you like it, uh, Jeff, or not. But Trader Joe and Aldi, don't carry an Aldi to it, is their chicken sausage links. It's made out of chicken, but they have them with spinach, yeah. garlic. Um, well, the garlic's they have, they have okay. Flavors. Yeah, they have different flavors, and they're really good. Bill, don't get, don't get sick on us, Bill. I know. <laughs> yeah, I heard Bill go. I heard you, Bill. Spinach. We you heard can, you. You can't you can't tell there's spinach in there, but I mean there's one. Of, and then of course the thing I like about Trader Joe, I'm a big uh, cheese eater, and I love their cheese counter. I do too. I, well, that's so what they got. They got that's, cheeses there. That that, that is my weakness, Bill. I'm gonna let I'm yeah. gonna let you go for a minute. And Joe okay. and Ellen, I'm sorry. I, I I saw your hand up, and I didn't mean to put it down. I put it down by mistake. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Joe and Ellen. Uh, unmute yourself. I know you didn't have your hand up. And after that, we have a call from Debbie and Lafayette. Well, why don't we do that now, Tim? All right. Good morning, Bill and everybody on the Coffee Club. This is Debbie and Lafayette. And we have Metronet for our Internet provider. And we uh, we still have a landline. I have a cell phone, of course. But anyway, Metronet is now advising people for TV just to get various streaming services, whatever works for them. And they have links to several streaming services on their website. So um, I just thought I'd let you all know that. I found that very interesting. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Well, uh, let me comment on that because I applied for Metronet. It is actually headquartered in Evansville, Indiana. And during that interview, they told me that they don't make any money off of the television. So that doesn't surprise me at all that they want to get out of, of doing TV. Just like I think WOW has done. I don't know if any of you have yeah. WOW. But. And they're a regular cable company, right? Yes. And... They don't make a lot of money at it, and now with Hulu gone up to seventy dollars and YouTube TV not far behind, and there's just a ton of things. Uh, Be aware, uh, though, if you get YouTube TV right now, they've there they made it. I follow this thing called Cord Cutters News, and they uh, there's an article there, and YouTube is in a dispute with the Disney ABC with Disney that has ESPN and ABC and Disney channels. And uh, so if they can't solve that problem, if you like to watch shows that are produced by Disney or on ABC networks or your ABC local station, that may not be around if you have YouTube television. I, uh, I think the deadline was this Friday, but I think they'll come to an agreement. But that's what that's what the article said. Well, that's Joe, the problem. Everyone wants so much money right now. That's right. You got and all these and, different networks and owners and studios. They have their shows licensed. And when those run out, they're going to start taking them back. So you're going to see things switch and they'll be peacock only or netflix or hulu only well right? even amazon's getting into the game they, they they may be the exclusive provider of thursday night football only eventually so you wait and see what happens go ahead joe can you unmute yourself please joe Sorensen. oh hi okay good morning and anyway sirius xm which is really strange I, I i get that about the radio and the satellite but i don't know and, and i have premium service and i'm connected with with lady a but i still get emails from them they want me to buy one of their radios shipping is free and they're going i don't want a radio <laughs> why they they, they send the seat they send the same yeah. emails to everyone guys i get I, every day i get two or three emails trying to get me to buy a satellite radio or in, in or to buy better service from them. They don't care who they send it to you. 
They just send them out all over the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff, um, I was always wondering, you guys were talking about the um, package deliveries or whatever. And what, well, for regular packages like that, um, FedEx and uh, and UPS do come to our door because they can get in the building to do that, which is great. But um, and then we use GoGo Grocery sometimes. And they'll deliver it to them. They, they not get in because they'll call us and then we'll give them the code to get in the door. So that will, you know, that works out too. I don't know how um, her complex works, but, you know, that's just makes it safer for us. And then that way we don't have to go to the post office. And just just what, one more thing I wanted to add. It reminds me of an old song. Rusty Draper and some others. The railroad runs through the middle of the house. It's actually one of my favorite. That's right. That's what I was telling you about when I when I heard about when Julie was talking about the railroad shop. By the way, and the uh, trains Joe, all run on time. That's right. Yeah, right. Run. <laughs> now remember, Joe, you got those nice high tech hearing aids. But if Ellen's bothering you, make sure you take the hearing aids out. But don't tell her. And then when she wants you to do something, oh, I didn't. Didn't hear you, dear. And now that Ellen's going to kill Jeff, me, Ellen, you're, you're uh, Ellen, I, 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 I realize you're probably going to kill me now. <laughs> you talk about, no, you I'm just going to. I'm going to send you a stocking full of coal. And now the murder of Jeff Bennett. No, he's Who just going. He's just going to get a stocking full of coal. Thank that's you. Right. What, that, what that's you? his new radio name, Jeff Cole. Jeff Cole. That's right. <laughs> well, what were you going to say, Jeff? I heard. But I'm on a blind hearing aid list, and there, this guy was on there. He said, Jeff, what I do is I, I stream audio to my hearing aid, like read a book or something, and turn on, use the app and turn off the microphones, and then I don't hear my wife when she talks to me. Now that, <laughs> I'm not going to say any more because I'm Ooh. in enough trouble as it is. <laughs> you see what you started, Jeff? Shame on you. And I don't even have a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Ellen, I'm just kidding around with you guys. No, we know. That's we, we know. That's, we know. That's why I was, I was like, right back. Like to do anyway, so. That's why I was right back at you. <laughs> Well, Ellen's got an advantage if he turns the his hearing aids off. She can just run over his toes and get his. That's advantage. right. She does, and, and she does have some sights. Well, so I can't then, get. I'm. But then she'll say, "Then, then I'll." He'll be going. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Thank you very. Much. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Joe. It's all good. It's all good and fun. Thank you. Hey, Chris. Uh, I know it's about ten minutes to the hour here coming up, but uh, I wonder if you have a recipe for us. Well, Chris was getting nervous. I could hear. I could hear Chris getting nervous. So you can come forth. Yes, and... I have a peppermint patty snowdrift recipe. Ooh, that sounds it's good. from a <laughs> Betty Crocker cookie mix, so you know it's got to be good. One seventeen and a half ounce pouch of double chocolate chunk cookie mix. One quarter cup butter, which is a half a stick, or you can use margarine. Two tablespoons of water. One egg. Forty-two York peppermint patties unwrapped. That's out of two 12-ounce bags, one and a quarter cups of dark chocolate chips, oh. one half cup of heavy whipping cream, one tablespoon of holiday candy sprinkles. That's optional. You're going to preheat your oven to 375. In a large bowl with a spoon, you're going to mix the cake mix, water, butter, and eggs till it forms a soft dough. 
going to drop dough by rounded teaspoons about two inches apart on an, onto an ungreased cookie sheet. I'm going to bake that six to eight minutes or until the edges are slightly set. Take it out of the oven and immediately put one unwrapped peppermint patty on top of each cookie. And let's see, after that... You're going to let that set on the cookie sheet for two minutes, and then you're going to move them to a cooling rack. Meanwhile, microwave in a medium bowl, heavy cream and chocolate chips on high for one minute, and then microwave for an additional 10 to 15 seconds at a time until it can be stirred smooth. You don't want it really hot, just till it can be stirred smooth and it's warm. Then you're going to place a generous teaspoonful on each cookie, Spread it just a little bit with the back of the spoon just to cover the candy. Then if you want to, that's when you put your sprinkles on and you store it at room temperature in an airtight container. And they suggest putting parchment or wax paper in between your layers so they don't stick together too badly. Now, there's only one problem with that recipe, Chris. You know what that is? It's good. No, that's not the problem. The problem is I would probably eat all the peppermint patties before I got to make the cookies. Well, you count out your 42, and then you can eat the rest along the way while you're getting ready. That's certainly true. <laughs> I'm going to put in my request here for all of us cheese lovers, but I want to see a good uh, recipe for mac and cheese in the air fryer. I'll see what I can find. We'll have to try it out on Dave because I am Chris doesn't very like cheese. I'm sure Dave will be your guinea pig. I'm sure he'll eat some mac and cheese. Chris, you mm. might like string cheese. You have ever had that? It's no. you know what you know what no. mozzarella you know what mozzarella sticks are. <sighs> well, if you I, I do, but I only I only like mozzarella when it's crispy and melted on pizza. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll forget about. Okay, sorry about that. I'm a, you know I, <laughs> I know, but I like Cheetos for whatever reason. There was a restaurant that had fried macaroni and cheese. Where was that? I remember now. I didn't think it sounded good, so I didn't try it. But. Oh, it should be awesome. Oh, my daughter loves <laughs> it. In the oven, but yeah. Yeah, you know, my daughter Brenna loves the fried macaroni and cheese. And it's, it, you know, it, it's either, there's no option with that. It's either good or it's horrible, depending on where you get it or when you make it. So, uh, I like the stofers. I put it in the, in the microwave, but I, it says to cook it for so many minutes, but I always do it for an extra two minutes because I like the top burnt on the top of it with the real crusty top. I but, like lasagna that way. Where the top gets see, that's how I like pizza. Oh, I you like do? I like the pepperonis burned around the edges. Do you like bacon? Pep well, I get pizza with bacon and pepperoni, and when I got it from Little Caesars, they burnt the top of the pizza, and I didn't ask them to, but, but it was pretty good, actually. Now, Jenny's folks like Little Caesar. It's all right. It's not the best, but... Oh, I was... love Little Caesars. Oh! I like their pans, their crust. I do, too. I like their thin crust. They're one of the few places that seems to have thin crust anymore. Have you used DoorDash lately? I know it's pretty accessible, but I had a problem. When I placed the order, I couldn't find the card initially. There used to be a label that's a cart, but it doesn't. I couldn't find it. Have you noticed that in DoorDash lately, Chris, at all? No. Maybe it was something I don't know, but uh, I and I ended up ordering. But I sure noticed the other day that it wouldn't let me order things from the menu. I had to go to previous orders and uh, to what it thought I had ordered before and and make changes to that. Put it in the cart. Now, I had no problem on my phone with that. Maybe Gary's got something to share. Gary, unmute thyself, young man. Oh, I am. I am now unmuted. 
Uh, talking about DoorDash, uh, I ordered from them a couple days ago, and I always go into the browse tab uh, because I don't do that crap on the homepage. So I go in there and pick my cuisine, um, and then. Uh, but I didn't have any problems with anything um, the other day. I was like, two, when was it? Saturday, maybe, I think. So it seemed uh, very workable. So I will check it again because I'll be ordering from in a day or two. So I will uh, see if it's changed. And I have, I think I'm pretty current on the updates for that. App, Just don't so. order any, don't order any mashed potatoes, please. Okay. Well, I was going to order, you know, I don't know what, uh, you know. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, order Jersey Mike's or something. There's a sandwich place here called Snarf's that has a great prime rib sandwich. I mean, oh, I might get sounds that. good. You can make hey, that into two meals. Anyway. I got an email this morning from Instacart offering one free year of Grubhub. So, of course, they own that. So they're obviously trying to compete. And Oh, they are. Go, uh, go ahead, Dick, out, out in Wisconsin. Go ahead. Say hello to us. Give us some words of wisdom. Uh, Unmute yourself. Hello, everyone. Oh, hold on. No. You You tell them, and they do just the opposite. There we go. I thought yeah. I said you're okay. Hey, I got a little suggestion for um, uh, kittens in the trees. Um, Chris and Dave, you guys have a real tree or a phony one? Pardon? Hello? Do you have a yeah. real tree or a fake tree? Oh, we have a fake tree. Okay. Well, my wife, my wife uses paprika. She sprays sprinkles a little bit near the bottom of the tree, and cats don't like the smell of that. Now, some of them have not read the manual about that, but I think most of them would. Uh, uh, you should not have a problem with that. She's got some ornaments made of clothes too that they don't like. And hmm. It's worked with our kitties, so you might try that. Hmm. See what happens. Could work. Yeah, give it a shot. You know, she puts the uh, the paprika. She guys sprinkles it near the on the skirting of the tree and near the bottom of the tree. And they keep uh, Misty keeps away from it. You might want to try that. Yeah. Give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. I hope everyone's going to have a good Christmas. And uh, um, let me give, wish uh, Joe a belated happy Hanukkah. I know it's over, but thank you, Dick. I appreciate it. And we'll be back next week, Jeff. Yeah, I'll I mean, be here. Yeah, we'll be back, right. Dick. That's what I meant, meant to say. All right. Yeah, well, we'll be listening. Hey, and a good care. Christmas to you, of course. If you're not there, good Christmas to you and Mary as well. Uh, we will be here. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thank right. you. Wow. What a wild show tonight today, Bill, I got to tell you. <laughs> now, no, Chris, have you whipped out the spray bottle yet for sunshine? Um, No, I really hate. Well, one time I did, but I really kind of hate to do that. She's pretty, seems to be pretty sensitive to something so we've tried not to do that what does she do when you punish her well if she, she just acts like she gets her feelings hurt and she won't come around oh. yeah she'll but she's pretty good i mean we she she learns pretty quickly she knows what the word off means and what did Most she times ta- she'll do it what did she take the other day of food and was dragging it across she tried to get some candy out of a bowl. We had a bowl that had some pieces of individually wrapped candy in it, and she was taking her paw and trying to use it as a scoop and get the candy up the side of the bowl to get it out. Smart but cat. she didn't want to eat it. That's the thing. She doesn't want to eat stuff. She just wants to play with it. Yeah, she could get some of Jeff's hard cookies, those. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. It's all about toys. toys for her. 
Yeah, that would get he us knows cat, now get not us to some, get stuck under the couch, right? Yeah, and get us some good catnip. She's a very spoiled cat. She she does well. I mean, she doesn't come on cue necessarily, but what cat does? Other than that, she does mind fairly well. Does she know her name? Oh yeah. And she's probably got what four or five favorite napping places. So yeah, she does find her. They're all close to wherever we are, though. Yeah, and, and don't if we're worry, in the kitchen and we're busy, she'll start dragging her toys out there. So we pay attention to her. And don't worry, she always she, and she knows what the word no means. That's the, one of the first things they they learn. She does. I think it's also neat how cats find places where there's sun shining on them, where they get that sunlight. Oh yeah, yeah. The sunshine show is what we're going to call this one. And if we're not careful, we're cutting it to Tim's time. Yeah. I guess it's about time we wrap this up because Tim is sensitive to that. And we we don't want to get Tim upset. So I was a little disappointed when I worked an hour and 50 minutes to get on. And only I was only on for 10 minutes before <laughs> Tim came on the other day. That was not a lot of fun. So, but that happens. So, all right. I'll be back at one o'clock with Bill and Perry. We'll see the rest of you later. Have a great one, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.